Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! Yeah! Damn, Nick yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Nick, Nick's off tonight, I think, a little bit. Might be a little bit of the jet lag from Fantasy Expo. What a great time we had this weekend. We'll get into that. Let's get into the introductions. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. What is up? fantasy show of the people it is tss nation time guys come check us out tssfantasy.com i'm gonna let nick handle all the plugs but i'm gonna plug semtex max 93 hit me up on twitter tss fantasy on twitter we are the fantasy show of the people we are bringing you some cool ass stuff and we're also bringing you a cj2k signed football as our next giveaway sign up today go on subscribe let's go Click that button. It takes nothing. It costs nothing. And you're supporting a good cause. Our show. Wow, I'm blown away. Justin must be fired up from the expo. Seems like we're having difficulties. But as Justin said, uh, we are the fancy show. I'm going to take Nick out because he is a little lagging right now. So, Nick, if you don't mind, come in and come back out. And we'll reintroduce you. As Nick was going to say... Hit the subscribe button. Justin just alluded to you earlier. We're giving away a C. C. I can't even say it right every time I try to say it. Chris Johnson. We got his football. It's signed. We're giving it away just for you. All you got to do, hit subscribe. We'll be doing that giveaway soon. Also, go to tssfantasy.com. Visit all of our great things. We have the round table in there as well. We got Greg, OJ, Juices Loose Mayor, all of his great articles, rankings in there as well. We also have the show on your fantasy league. We'll be playing that commercial later. Like I said earlier last week, let's go, people. It's fantasy season. Come on, sign up. Also, Underdog Fantasy, hit the promo code TSS. We're going to double your deposit. We also have some great contests this year. We got Miami Dolphin home tickets. Come on down. Hang out with your boys in South Beach. We're going to hold the flag before the Jets game, so you want to come check that out while we crush the Jets. Also, um, all the other great stuff. We got Gatorland tickets in there as well. Justin, why do we do all these crazy things? Well, you know, if Nick was here, he'd say, well, because we can. So I'm just going to liven it up a little bit with this one. It's because we're the damn fantasy show of the people. We are here for you guys, the people. The fantasy show of the people, indeed. And again, it was Expo City this weekend. It was great fun. Ken, Ohio, we really do appreciate all the great um, venues that we went to, all the great festivities that we that were there, all the great libations, all that kind of good stuff. Thank God I didn't pass out while we played football. It was an amazing time. Um, I, wait, wait, till, wait till I play the uh, Expo video. I actually have the first throw that I just missed you on, Justin. I gotta, we gotta, I had to highlight that. 
Um, just real quick, Justin, you want to highlight anything from the expo? Um, tell us about your experience while you were there. Um, yeah, I mean, guys, it's a great experience. I'm talking to people online right now that I met at the expo. Like, I've met new people. I followed them. You know, we've got people coming on as guests now because we went there and we mingled with them. We talked to them. We had drinks with them. It was a great time. Like Coop said, just barely missed me on a throw that would have been a touchdown because they ain't going to touch me after I get that ball. And then, <laughs> obviously, cornhole. We it was, it was a great trip all the way through. And then in the last day, it was all business, going around, mm -hmm. talking with these guys, and really just enjoying the day. I would say everybody should do it, but that's just me. I, that's my preferences. I'm not going to push that on you. But if you are a fantasy football guy, really into it you need to go out there at least once fantasy football guy or gal mind yeah. you and check it out it was a great experience guys like justin um just alluded to let's see if we can get nick in if his internet has caught up to us nick we're talking about the expo sir do you want to share uh any of your fun experience and welcome in sir no because what happens at canton stays in canton so i will not disclose any of that information that is true. That is no, something. I had a great time. <laughs> I had a great time. Uh, I well, actually one of my highlights. Uh, actually, uh, I have a couple. Number one was I got to throw this out there, man. Uh, meeting Howard Bender from from the Fancy Alarm on on XM Radio. That was. I'll tell you what. He is as genuinely as advertised. He's a great guy. Uh, we had some laughs uh, behind the camera. And uh, it's just it's just really nice to meet somebody who is a genuine off camera as they are on camera. I had a great time doing that. I had a time uh, trying to relive some of my high school. That, that, that Wi-Fi is not doing great. Nate, we're, we're going to have to try this again, my friend. I think your internet's not working well for you tonight. But what is Nick was alluding to earlier, Howard Bender was a great guy. Came up to us while we're at the uh, mixer hangout. I mean, get this big old sweaty arm around me. It's Howard Bender. I mean, great guy, genuine as anything. Give us a good shout out when we walked in the building. He's he's repping people like Michael Fabiano and in the same breath, TSS Fantasy. Come on now. It doesn't get any better than that. Come on. All right. So my great experience, of course, the Hall of Fame. What a great experience it was indeed just to sit here and, and experience everything. But instead of talking about it, we got guests waiting. I don't want to make them wait all night. I made a quick video while I was waiting for my son today in line at school. Let's check out our experience at the Expo. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and TSS is at the Hall of Fame. Yeah! A few moments later. Wow! Honey, bands in my pocket, it's on me. Yeah, your grandma will probably know me. Get my bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got I'm saying wow. Everywhere I go, catch me on the block like a Mutombo. 750 Lambo in the Utah snow. Trunk in the front like that shit dumb boy, yeah. Cut the roof off like a nip tuck Pull up to the house with some big butts Turn the kitchen counter to a strip club Me and Dre came for the mm -hmm. When I got quiet, all of y'all disappear Before I drive Sony, none of y'all really care Now they always say congratulations to the kid And this is not a 40, but I'm pouring out this shit Used to have a lot, but I got more now Made another hit, cause I got bored now Always going for it, never pump fourth down Last call, hell, Mary Prescott, touchdown, hey Honey, bands in my pocket, it's on me Honey, deep when I roll like the army Get my bottles, these bottles are lonely It's a moment when I show up, God, I'm saying wow Honey, bands in my pocket, it's on me Yeah, your grandma will probably know me Get my bottles, these bottles are lonely It's a moment when I show up, God, I'm saying wow
a bit outside. Oh. And it's not even close. And this one. Well, fun time to say the least. And yeah, what you didn't see off camera is that ball just floated right back into target. All right, we got some people waiting. I don't want to keep them in. I know we said we talk a little preseason, but we can talk it with, with our guests. Let's bring them in. I made a little transition video. Do you believe they have an auctioneer song? How crazy is that? Let's bring on our guests. Hey, well, all right, sir, here we go there, and what are they going to give for? I'm a $600 down here now, 10 and now, 25 and now, 35 and now, the 50 and now, 60, will they give me 60 and now, 75, 75 and now, 85 dollars on the bottom there. There was a boy in Arkansas who wouldn't listen to his ma when she told him he should go to school. He'd sneak away in the afternoon. Let's welcome in our guest. First, welcome in, Nikki, and I'm sorry, I meant to ask you prior to you coming on, is it Gist? Is that how I say it? Yes. Yes, that's how I meant to freaking ask. My bad. Nikki, get, welcome into the studio. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here, hanging out with you guys. How's everyone? We are well. We are excited to have you in. It should be a fun night, to say the least. Welcome in also to the studio, Steve, the fantasy climbing on up ladder. Welcome into the studio. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. We appreciate you being here. And finally, last but not least, I couldn't spit that out, Auction Andrew. Welcome into the studio, my brother. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Looking forward to chatting some auction. We appreciate you being here. Look, I, I mentioned it to Andrew earlier before we started. I've been playing fantasy for over 20-plus years. I mean, I'm great at it. Have you know, have some decent seasons along the way. But I suck at auction, and that's why we're doing this tonight, because I go into an auction draft, and I say, oh, Jonathan, take my money. Oh, Jamar, take my money, and then the rest of my roster is garbage. So that's pretty much sums it up for me with auction, and that's why we got our, our auction experts in the building. We're going to start tonight first. I'll just start with the auction. You got auction their name, so we're going to start with you, Andrew. First, if you don't mind, we're going to go around the room. Give me a strategy in auction that I'm just simply missing or your favorite. <laughs> give, me some, give me some ideas to help me out in an auction draft. Yeah, so the number one thing that I always say for people to do, and it's it's really pretty basic, but I, I think it bears saying is um, really just have a price sheet in front of you that um, – kind of ties out to the total dollars in the auction league. So if you have a 12 team league, $200 budget, all the allocated dollars to each player should be 2,400, right? And that should only be allocated to the number of players that's gonna get selected. So if it's 12 team league, 16 player roster, that's 192 players, right? So the number of dollars on your price sheet should equal the number of dollars available. And then you know, basically what that should represent is that's your most efficient allocation of dollars, right? And so you should never be above that. You should always be looking for deals relative to that. Um, if you stay within that price sheet, you're going to be okay. Uh, you won't let the emotion get the best of you. Like you said, you're not going to go for Jonathan Taylor and Jamar Chase. Once they go past your price, you're done. Um, so that's going to keep you in check. And as long as you feel good about the prices going in, um, you know, whatever your strategy ends up being, you should feel good at the end of the day. Andrew's trying to come in here and say, it's just math, guys. It's math. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I'm an accountant by day. So don't forget, take that credit card, put it away. All right, Steve, what about you? What do you got? You got, I got a certain strategy you implement in on auction drafts. So other outside of the basic, have a budget and have a plan, but just be able to be like water. You always want to be able to see what, what, what the auction gives you. You don't want to be so firm and everything. But after you've established all of that, mid-auction, one of my favorite strategies is to specifically nominate players that I only want to target at a value. So I don't want to say no player is, I, I don't want to be out on any particular player, only at a certain cost. 
So if there's a player, especially early on, who I only want at a value and someone's willing to spend more money than that, well, that's a win-win because I don't need to overpay for them. And now an opponent of mine has spent more money than what I would have paid for it. So that is one thing that I like to do, especially early on, get, get out some, like trim some of the fat from the player pool that I'm not particularly interested in. So you're trying to say you're going to leave that player that somebody's going to jump for, like me, you're going to leave it for me to do it. That, that's what <laughs> I get to, bro. I see what you're doing here. Perhaps. Right, perhaps. <laughs> Nikki, did they, have they stole all of your thunder? Is there anything that you, uh, you know, anything different that you do? I mean, like I said, they pretty much kind of laid out what auction is about. So is there any particular strategy you're into? Yeah, no, you know, the guys did a great job covering it. Only thing I would add to that is don't be afraid to do quite a few mock drafts, especially if you're new to this. And also it is math, but don't be afraid to take traditional fantasy core values and missions and apply some of that to your auction draft. Okay. I like that thinking a lot. So, you know, again, that's, you know, it goes back to what I said earlier. I see Jonathan Taylor, I jump. But like you said, you know, it's okay that if for me to jump in Jonathan Taylor maybe, but then I'm going to have to scale it back a little bit. Just like I would any other snake draft, though, I got to kind of watch out where my other meat yeah. and potatoes come from. Exactly. Justin, let's say you, sir. Do you got an auction strategy? Or are you like me and we have no idea what I'm doing? Oh, no, I liked <laughs> all three of their points. I mean, Nikki, Nikki, me, Andrew, and Steve are in a group that is literally mock auction drafts all the time. So oh. we're constantly learning strategies. And awesome. We're constantly bouncing off some of the best minds on Twitter. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Um, and then, you know, Steve, you hit it, you hit my point right on the head, my friend. I am always throwing guys out there that I wouldn't overpay for, but I know somebody else would overpay for immediately. One guy that comes to mind for me is always like somebody like a Travis Kelsey. I'm always throwing him out there because if he goes for like 30 bucks, then there you go, buddy. 30, 40 bucks on a tight end. There you go. And then, obviously, you know, you always want to come in with a budget. You always want to manage it a little bit. You always want to kind of go in and think about how can I spread out this money and make a dynamic roster rather than have one or two solid guys. Like like Kamish said, like, am I going to spend 70 bucks on my 200 on Jonathan Taylor and then another 60 on Jamar Chase, or am I going to – kind of spend 70 bucks on three running backs and then you know try and spread it out that way sometimes you don't get the best guys with that but sometimes you get more quality over anything else or more quantity and over anything else but yeah so i liked all of those points i don't really have too much to add i'm kind of a little bit newer to auction myself but like i said auction andrew steve we're in a group that just really helps me grow in the auction community yeah, I think Nikki brought up a good point about not being afraid to mock draft. And by the way, she is not impressed by your mock draft draft group. I know you tried to impress her with that. Nick, what say you, sir? Do you got an auction strategy she's that you join? <laughs> <laughs> Do you got something you like to implement, Nick, in auction? Other than I know you weren't here for most of it, but well, considering that I never played auction, uh, I would assume uh, you're going to just spend the most on uh, the. I don't play auction. What are you laughing at me for? Why are you here? <laughs> oh, because because on the business cards you gave me, it's it says co-host slash owner. Uh, so I would just so I would just assume uh, again, just to reiterate what what Andrew said. Have a budget in mind. Decide how much you want to spend on on each player, and if it's really uh, over your budget. You really can't have that player. I mean, it's just like, like he says, 
it's it's math. You can spend more more than what you have, and you can't go out and spend the three quarters of your budget on, on on three players, and then have to rely on them to carry you f- through the season. So that would be the advice that that I would give. And then considering that, you know, like, like I said, I haven't. Well, thank thank God your internet's all, because because I, I'm not really sure who's gonna take. Might need to restart that router. Yeah, I'm going to take him out. But listen, I'm going to say, let's say this too. I'm not taking Nick. I'm always taking advice from someone who comes out and says, I've never played before, but here's my advice. <laughs> yeah, it's tough for him, for him to listen, agree with me listen. on that one. The bottom yeah, line is balance your checkbooks, ladies and gentlemen. That's a message I'm hearing tonight, pretty much. <laughs> All right, let's go around the room real quick. I know I didn't um, I, I didn't ask you guys prior, but just real quick, I mean, we all watch football, so preseason obviously kind of kicked into full gear. Um, we'll go around. Nikki, I'll start with you. Is there someone during the preseason week, this first preseason one, that you were really impressed with? Um, you know, maybe you, you can even go to your Giants, get your Giants homer if you want. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I actually am objective. Thank you very much. You know, that's the um, point of third and three podcast is we do cover all teams. However, I do cover Giants training camp, so I will go to my Giants. And I will say to everyone who is asking me about Saquon Barkley, because I get this question all day, every day in my DMs. Um, yes, he looks great. Yes, I promise you the burst is back. The explosiveness is back. He is still running lateral. Difference this time is it's one cut and it's a power run right up the middle. Yes, thank you to the offensive line for actually creating some holes. But um, I get this for fantasy a lot. People are, are very um, hesitant to draft him, and I totally get that. Uh, but I would say go for it this year. I just did a draft on Sunday, which is a little too early for me, but um, what can you do? It wasn't the commissioner. And he did fall, so I think you can get some really good value for him. But he looks like he is on track to have a great season. Yeah, great insight. He's fallen actually in a lot of drafts, mind yes. you. So I mean, that's a great point. And it really, we've talked to me, and you know, we've talked in other shows before. A lot of these RB twos right now, you got a question about pretty much every one of them. Um, yeah. So it's good to hear Saquon being back on track. I think I was a year early last year. I was really high on Saquon. <laughs> I was completely not too good on that one. So, um, Justin, you got something you had your finger out. What would you like? To yeah, say? yeah. So, Nikki, since you cover them at training camp, yeah, is Daniel Jones with Dable's new system? Is he getting it out to Saquon more often now? Because one of the things that Saquon has dropped off in the past couple of years is his receptions. And I think that's also dipped his value as much as the injury has. So is he getting the ball on dump-offs more often in this offense? Yes, he is so far. Yes. Um, I would say that if anything is working in this offense, that is the connection that is working. Not so much with the wide receivers, but, you know. There you go. All right. I say so, so everyone out there that's listening – Get out of Nikki's DMs. You heard it here. Saquon looks good, and Daniel Jones is dumping it off. All right, get out of her DMs. All right, Steve, what say you, sir? Uh, give me somebody in preseason that uh, impressed you in the first week. Yeah, so uh, for me, that this one was Trey Lance. He's a quarterback I am very, very intrigued by this year uh, for an abundance of reasons. But last year in the preseason, he – he blew it up a lot of big time plays and, and he did it again. You know what I mean? So when he went, I just want to double check the numbers, went four for five. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Pulling it up here. Hey, Justin, four for five. five yards. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm a 49er Mark. No, um, gotcha. Yeah. So he went four for five, 92 yards, a touchdown, took one sack and then had one rush for, for seven yards. This is basically what, what I was uh, anticipating he would be like uh, in this season. Now, again, we don't want to get too worked up. It's only preseason, but still you'd like to see what he was able to demonstrate. And that just kind of at least early on confirms what I had been thinking about all summer long. So I'm still continuing to be very excited for, for Trey Lance. Awesome. Andrew, what say you? And you know, you can be a Packers homer. It's all right. I see. I can see the G. All right. Yeah. So if I'm going to stick with the Packers homer, uh, definitely Romeo Dobbs. Um, you know, the, the drum beat's been, been loud and not from one spot. It's been from, from Rogers, from the coaches, from, from a number of people. Um, so, I mean, that receiver room's wide open. I, I do like Lazard, but I, I think there's room for – I think Lazard more or less is what he is. Uh, I think he could hit double-digit touchdowns, but I think there's room for somebody like Dobbs to come in, 
and uh, take some targets and, and be relevant. Um, and you can get them damn near for free at the end of your draft. So I like Dobbs. Um, would keep an eye on him and worth a late round flyer. I'm not a name dropper, but I'm about to drop a name. When Leroy Butler was on the show, <laughs> if he gave us a great sound clip, that man said, if Aaron Rodgers is mentioning your name, that's somebody better pay attention to. And I know he's been mentioning Dobbs a lot. So yeah. uh, great point, Andrew. Justin, how about you, sir? Uh, well, Steve took mine. But I had <laughs> to come in here with wow. because I knew this was going to happen. I got two for you. Damian Pierce and Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson was taking first team reps after Antonio Gibson had a fumble. And then Damian Pierce, had, I think he was averaging about eight yards per carry for the Texans. So that's impressive in on itself. I don't care if it's the first or second team. That's very impressive taking those first team reps. Marlon Mack didn't look like much out there. Um, I think that this team will be his um, maybe even week one. But uh, Brian Robinson was impressive because Antonio Gibson had a fumble, and then he ended up getting out there later on with the second and third. So look out for Brian Robinson. He might be all the hype we've been pushing behind him. Indeed. Nick, let's see. Let's give you one more shot at it here. You're on mute. I can see it already. But um, is there someone that impressed you in Steelers land? Because I'm sure that's what you're going to say. And he's not there. All right, we're done. With All right, so <laughs> me was Jalen Hurts. I mean, it, the guy didn't miss a pass, and we've talked about Jalen Hurts a lot being that okay, okay NFL quarterback, but decent in fantasy. He might even be both this year with the addition of AJ Brown. You guys know well. For those that have been on the show, no, I'm real high on Jalen Hurts this year. Um, he looks to be the real deal. How about Malik Willis too? Not for nothing, look real good for the Titans. So just wanted to mention yeah. him as well. Um, and um, Huntley, by the way, I did want to give him a shout out for the Ravens. When he came in for Lamar last time, he looked good. He looked just as impressive. Again, it's only week one in, in preseason, but if somebody's looking for a quarterback, that's somebody they should be trying to talk to. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's time for Nick's Champs or Chumps. Let's see if he's in it for tonight. If not, it's going to be taking over tonight. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do? It's a fantastic game yet. Still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. See you put them up, reach the skies and the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. All right, so I mentioned tonight we're going to have to adjust the rules a little bit because Champs and Chumps is really just a 1v1 game, but we got a triple threat tonight. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to inform our friend Justin tonight. You can find a little bit of coin or something, whatever you want to do. After we're done, after Nikki and Steve go, I want you to flip a coin for Champ or Chump for Andrew and have him make the argument, see if he can make a better argument than either one of our guests. So that's pretty much how we'll run it tonight. So, ladies and gentlemen, with that said, let's get ready to rumble. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but and only because Caleb looked like he's in grandma's kitchen, I'm gonna give this one to Mike. So, Caleb, for just right now, 
Hey man, I just want to let you know that sometimes you got to shut the fuck up. Jason, that's hey. not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen let's get it on tonight oh we're gonna do receivers tonight we've been kind of mixing it up as we're doing our little tour i, I took you off justin i figured we we're getting your coin i appreciate it all right so first up to bat on champs or chumps tonight is jamar chase so nikki we'll start with you give me the champ argument for jamar chase um joe burrow enough said <laughs> there really is <laughs> i mean what else do you want me to say they are like the top duo in the friggin' league like i am so hot by the way last year i called the Bengals going to the playoffs in like june and i was called crazy for that so it's like to reiterate that i am usually right about everything so yeah. uh, i am right about jamar chase no but really that connection with and Joe Burrow, I don't understand. Like, how can you even say he's a chump? Who has to go and say he's a chump? Well, Steve. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Steve. I feel, uh, no, I don't feel that bad for you. You're an Eagles fan. Oh. That's fair. That's fair. I, I can take that. Um, yeah, so if we're talking about from a fantasy football perspective, I'm very rarely I'm going to come away with like the top wide receivers. I typically I'm going to be prioritizing the, the top running backs where Jamar Chase's ADP is. Also behind him, you have T Higgins, another stud wide receiver. You have Tyler Boyd, who's no slouch. Even if they brought in Hayden Hurst, they still have Joe Mixon. Seems like kind of a lot of mouths to feed for his cost. Now, obviously harder to say that than say he's a champ because obviously he dominated. He was fantastic, but for a lot of those factors, I'm probably not going to be leaving a lot of my drafts with him. So that, that that's my pitch. <laughs> All right. No, that's good. That's I mean, I know it's job. hard. This is the point of this game, though. Is like, you know, I know you might not mean it, but like, I want to see, I want to see you try to fake it at least. And Nick, by the way, Nikki, the the yeah. judge tonight is also an Eagles fan, so you kind of set yourself up. Justin, uh, what can you do? that's what I do best. Insert foot in mouth. <laughs> just, but you're always right. That's why. We, that's why we had to interject some estrogen tonight. That's it. Okay. Just so we know you're always right. Justin, what say you? Flip the coin. What is Andrew arguing? We <laughs> didn't. Who are we calling? You can <laughs> metaphorically do it. <laughs> um. Well, so Andrew. Since Nikki is always right, yes. I want you to argue the chump. <laughs> chump argument. Yeah, it's never fun arguing that Jamar Chase is a chump, but we'll try. Um, I think I'm I'm actually in an auction, uh, which is a lot of what I do here. I, I rarely come away with him, kind of like Steve's mentioning, because I think a lot of people see the rosiest picture of Jamar Chase. They see, hey, rookie year was this good. How can he not just take this astronomical step in year two? Um, I think the Bengals like to keep a balanced approach, right? As Steve said, they got T. Higgins there still. Um, and, and they don't throw the ball at the highest rates in the league. And so you look at a team like the Rams or the Vikings figure to throw more. It's clear that Cup and Jefferson are going to go, you know, have a little bit more volume. They have a little bit higher target shares in their offenses. And so when you got people taking Jamar Chase, in the same class as those guys, then I think it's just tough to argue that he's in the same tier. All right, let's go to our Steagle in the building. What's oh. the one, my friend? Who wins round one? Okay, uh, Nikki, uh, this, this is finally working. Nikki, uh, also like you, I also have a, a large affinity for sticking my uh, foot in my mouth. But um, I can't argue with you, Arg. I can't go against your argument because um, even though Steve and you got round one, Nick, you're going to have to reset that router, homie. I, I, I think he was setting it up for like the switcheroo right at oh, the end. I, I think that's what was happening. So. You guys did good on the argument, though, because I wouldn't be able to argue the other side. So. Thank yeah, you. that's no that's very. It was setting it, it up to stick his foot in his mouth and do the switcheroo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but good job, good job, Andrew and Steve. But unfortunately, our judge tonight has awarded it to Nikki, so she will take round one. Let's go to round two. 
Hunter Renfro. He's an interesting topic of debate, to say the least. Steve, let's go to you. Give me the champ argument. Yeah, for him, I think what it comes down to is is, is a very good cost in, in fantasy drafts, and it's very like safety net driven targets, right? So obviously that they bring in Devontae Adams, he'll take up a lot of big plays, but also if he's used the way he was in Green Bay, he'll get catches all over the place. But Hunter Renfro is just perfect to kind of extend drives. Um, also, he's going to have a very ideal matchup on the defensive side of the ball. You have Waller, you have to account for. You have obviously like Devontae Adams, who's going to draw a lot of double teams. That's going to open up a ton for Renfro. So if you can get him as a flex play, as a wide receiver three, yes, please. I, I will take Renfro all day long with, with Derek Carr, who I think is going to add on to the great season he had last year. I'm absolutely in. Nikki, why is Hunter Renfro a chump? He is a chump because Devontae Adams is there and they have everybody else. Like Waller's going to go off, right? So I think he's a good, you know, third option. And I think there's going to be like a little bit of a learning curve. Like how are they all going to mesh and, you know, blend together? And if he does do something, I don't think it's going to be until a few weeks later into the season. So, uh, yeah, no, I would not take Hunter Renfro. Yeah, it's uh, certainly the amount of targets are going to go down, to say the least. All right, Justin, go to your pretend foe coin. Who? What is <laughs> I'm going to coin for no reason here. Bro, you should well, have choose the weakest I, argument, bro. Well, I, I, thought you were, I thought you were coordinated enough to flip the coin, but apparently that was a struggle. So I think it'll be a little quicker to <laughs> Jesus Christ. This man in his setup. Um, auction Andrew. Give me the – I'm going to stick with the pessimistic on this. Give me the chump argument, bro. Give me that one. Good. That's where I wanted to go. Uh, <laughs> I could read it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so Hunter Renfro was – he was solid last year, but his best weeks were when both Waller and Henry Ruggs were out, right? Um, and so assuming Waller's healthy, and I know he's kind of dealing with something in tra training camp, but if he's back, he's healthy. Devontae Adams is now there who's – you know, he's been the biggest target hog that we've seen in the last decade. Um, and not only that, but a red zone hog, right? So now we look at Renfro. He had 103 catches last year and nine touchdowns. Both of those have got to go down, right? Um, and he was, you know, an okay kind of wide receiver, too, that you like to put in your lineup. You weren't super excited about last year. Now he's just kind of – I view him very similar to Tyler Boyd. He's kind of the third option on the team. You know, you're basically hoping for an injury ahead of him so that you're going to feel okay putting him in your lineup. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just an emergency flex situation, and I'm not really interested in drafting guys like that. So Nick is trying to get back in, uh, but he did text me to let you guys know that he didn't want to be seen um, as like he was favoring Nikki. So he wanted to go in round two. Or Steve, because he went the opposite argument there. So Steve, well, is that just because you didn't want to favor me? Because I, was I, right? I, well, I think it might have been the Eagles kind of little dig that you got. It might have been a little bit of that wow. too. I, I see how this show rolls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then he then he disappears, so you can't confront him later. Yeah, he's, he's going to try to get back in. All right, let's go to round three. Another good receiver for debate, Brandon Cooks. You know, he came on last year, even though, you know, Davis Mills, he's interesting. Um, you know, we could even champ or chump Davis Mills, to be quite honest. But let's go to the arguments. Give me the champ argument for Brandon Cooks. And I believe that was on Steve. If I broke my writing's a little sloppy. Are you champ for this one? I believe I had sell for him. Okay, my bad. Nikki, give me the champ yeah. argument. My my that was on me. My writing's bad. That was on me. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Uh let's see. How can I fake my way through this one? All right, Davis Mills is no scrub. All right. Brandon Cooks is going to get a lot of targets. Um, no, but I do think that they're gonna be a little bit better than they were last year. Um, I'm probably not gonna win this one because I don't actually think that he's that much of a champ, but you know what? It's um you can take a chance on him. All right, so I believe your trainer just threw in the towel. See, <laughs> 
Yeah, so it's interesting. I typically hold the opposite view of what Nikki was just saying. I'm very into Brandon Cook, so this is going to hurt to argue against him, but I'll try my best here. <laughs> so it comes down to if you're drafting Brandon Cooks, so you can often often get him as a wide receiver two or, or a wide receiver three. In this case, it, it's really a, a not ideal quarterback situation. So what I'm typically looking for in, in, in my – if it's like a tiebreaker, I'm looking for the, the higher quality – um, quarterback where Brandon cooks is going. There is just an ocean of wide receiver options who I would very, I'll be very happy to target with a much better offense in general and a better type of quarterback throwing him the ball. Indeed. Like it. All right, Justin, what say you for Andrew? So Nikki, you were the champ argument, right? <laughs> yeah. That sort of. Sure. All we'll right. call it that. <laughs> The two seconds. Let's get a redo on that one. <laughs> Somebody who might semi believe it. Uh, yeah. So oh, I, I, I'm really on the fence. So I, that's fine. I'll, I'll go for the champ side. Um, you know, I, I think when people hesitate on Brandon Cooks, they just struggle to see the upside. And I, I think that's relatively fair, right? But I mean, we're, we're talking about a guy who has consistently put up 1,100 yards, uh, a few touchdowns every year. Um, you know, it, and, and we're thinking about the price, right? Everything's relative to price in fantasy football. This is a guy who's going right about at his floor or, you know, he's not going to slide much below what you're going to get him at. And so for the right team build, he's, he's perfect, right? You grab him fourth, fifth round. Um, you know, he's going to stabilize your lineup. If you took a couple upside guys, you know, you're just going to plug Brandon cooks. He's going to get you a rock solid season and he's going to be a valuable contributor. So uh, he definitely has a, a place in championship teams just as a stabilizing force. Well, speaking of stabilizers, Nick, is that internet stable enough to give us a winner for round three? Uh, I sure as hell hope so, because this is a this is a complete and utter disaster. So uh, what I'm going to say, as I was listening to all of the arguments, very compelling arguments from both Steve and Nikki, but dude, I got to give it to Andrew for this round. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Answer short, but yes, indeed, Andrew is the winner. We're all tied up. How about that? I think Brandon Cooks would get 1,000 yards. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. That was that was very nice. Although I, I couldn't even hit Justin on, on the Pro Bowl or the Hall of Fame field. So what does that tell you? All right. So we're going to go now to Allen Robinson, round four. Ding, ding. I think we're just going to call it here because we're running a little bit late. So this is going to be for all the marbles here, ladies and gentlemen. Champ argument. I can see my uh, writing this time. Alan Robinson, Steve, give me the champ argument for Alan Robinson. Perfect example of what I was saying in the Brandon Cooks argument. Alan Robbins, Alan Robert, Alan Robinson, much better quarterback, much more dynamic, big bodied receiver who can who can do all the things Brandon Cooks can do, except have more of a, of a red zone presence. Um, obviously, Cooper Cup is going to be taking a lot of attention, but in this in this case, I don't think it really matters. We've already seen Allen Robinson be a wide receiver, one with way worse quarterback play. So this is just a fantastic opportunity, not only for him for fantasy, but also as a professional. So I think he's going to be especially motivated to succeed because he knows he can, and he's finally in a position to do so with um, Matthew Stafford. And again, that the cost versus the talent is a tremendous um, bet at this point. Nikki, why is Allen Robinson a chump? He's not, uh, but <laughs> let's see what I can do here. Um, yes, I believe that most of the targets will go to Cooper Cup. I am a firm believer that the Cam Akers show is coming. And a lot of people, right, they're going to look at Allen Robinson. They kind of treat him like this, like, I don't know, like a throwaway type receiver. So, and I get that. Um uh, yeah, so I would say maybe there'd be a target issue there. But truthfully, I am with Steve on this 100%. So I shouldn't win this. <laughs> he is sliding down every board imaginable. So I'm, you know, I'd just be crazy not to scoop him up at where yeah. you can get him. Uh, Andrew, or excuse me, Justin, what say you for Andrew, sir? No, I would direct this at Andrew. <laughs> are you a fan of him or are you not? Uh, I, I tend to be, yeah. I'm afraid. Right, let's let's easier, give the but... champ argument then. Let's hear it. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think, um, 
I think Steve focused a lot on the motivation and the talent, and I think that's all right. But honestly, even more than that, I mean, I think we know who Allen Robinson is. Like, he's going to turn 29 in a few days, so he's still, like, he's not totally off a cliff here, I don't think. And, listen, McVay wanted him. He went out and got him. Uh, I had some concern about, you know, does he split some targets with Van Jefferson going into the year? But, I mean, do they really go get him – if they think Van Jefferson's that guy, I, I don't think so. Van Jefferson's also been out of camp with a with an issue. So, I mean, we're talking about they need Robinson to step into that number two role. And just historically, I mean, even when they had Goff, they were supporting two wide receivers in the top 15 very consistently. And now we got Stafford there. Uh, you got Robinson who, I mean, has to be at least on par with, with Woods in terms of talent. He's going to step right into that role. Bigger upside for touchdowns. I mean, I can I can keep going, but uh, I, I think the the points made here, um, you know, everything's kind of set up for Robinson to smash this year. So take I like out it. Rob, take out Woods, insert Robinson is what you're saying, pretty much. I couldn't really agree more. And again, like I said, he is falling. I'm not even really sure why. Nick, I hope you got enough stabilization to call tonight's winner. Yeah. Uh- Again, I think uh, Robinson does fall, and I think he's going to be absolutely steal. And actually, I have him as, as one of my candidates for uh, comeback player of the year. And I agree with everything that uh, Nikki said. Love to be a lady tonight, and she is our winner. <laughs> How can that be? <laughs> well, thank you. But... <laughs> all right, so, all right. So full disclosure. All right, full disclosure. Not everything was stabilized. <laughs> if you didn't know this already, but Chance or Chumps is a little rigged. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> it so must we, be. So and and so we talked prior, and I said, listen, there's no way I'm hitting the dumbass thing for the lady tonight. So guys, so Nikki tonight, just because you are a lady. Congratulations. No, well, no then I don't want to win just because I'm a girl. Give it to, give it to the Eagles great, fans. No, you have some great arguments, nonetheless. No, 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 no. That is not a fair win. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You, you, know what, you know what? You know what? Nikki's right. Uh, because she's a Giants fan, I'm going to give it to uh, Steve. <laughs> of course you are. I had, I, had, I, had, I had to ensue it out of them. There it went. All right. So, Steve, tonight, you are tonight's Good winner. Job, Steve. Good job. Well, Nikki and uh, Mandra, I'm sorry, Andrew, and I'm sorry, Nikki, but you asked for it. You are the nice loser. Hey, everyone, it's Commissioner Cooper from T. I'm the loser because I hit the wrong thing. All right, you're tonight's loser. Get it for yourself. <laughs> so you get nothing, you lose. Good day, sir. Well, much love as always. And Andrew, I appreciate you too as well. Like you can't came in there at a big sport tonight. So it's all in good fun. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. All right. So now I'm going to hit the commercial now, finally, do the right button. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk just real quick about positions and some guys we like, don't like, and sleepers and all that kind of good stuff. We will be right back. And by the way, I'm going to hit this commercial. It's about the like two more weeks for this commercial. It's played it all summer. And now one person will sign up. Tighten up! Hey everyone, it's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. Want to give your own fantasy league that extra professional touch? (laughs) Say less, we got you. TSS was based off a show that we did on our own fantasy league. Night, 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 sorry, and now possible playful. You're on your way. (laughs) Now we want to bring that professional fun, and creative side to your fantasy league. And you can do it for as low as $5 extra per owner. Oh my. I will guarantee it will increase your interactions within the league, create more fun, friendly banter. And give your league that extra real life feel that you didn't know it needed.
look forward to interacting with you and your league soon. Don't forget TSSFantasy.com. Go visit it today. Get signed up. We are the Fantasy Show of the People. The Fantasy Show, the people indeed. We're going to talk fantasy crazy enough. So let's get to the QB position. Andrew, I'll kick it to you first. Give me a guy that you really like at the QB spot. Yeah, so I think we've talked about Hertz and Lance already. Uh, Those are two of my favorites, but I'll I'll go even deeper into the well, I suppose. I I really like Kirk Cousins. Um, I think people are rising on him a little bit this year, but – I feel like every year he's just sort of a little bit uh, for fantasy purposes, disrespect as a Packers fan. I'm not going to say for real, for real life purposes that that disrespect is, is on the Um But I mean, the last two, three years or so, um, or really since he's been a starter, he typically pushes QB one numbers um, figures to get a better, uh, more pass happy offense this year. Um, you know, he's got the weapons. He's got Jefferson, Thielen. I like KJ Osborne, uh, Irv Smith. So he's got places to throw the ball. Um, if he just notches up that, that volume a little bit, I think we're talking about a guy who can push like top six and can get him for, for pretty darn cheap, um, even in a super flex. So uh, I, I like Kirk Cousins this year. All right. You know, old reliable, as we call him on this show. Steve, give me a guy that uh, that you don't like this year. How about that one? So pretty much any of the top like seven options, I just can't help but go like late round QB. Uh, that that's typically the way I go about it. Or tar- to try to acquire them midseason through trading, if it if it makes sense to, right? Like if I'm in pretty good position to make a push for, for the playoffs and a team who's like stinking, has like Mahomes, that's when I'll try to pounce in on, on that action. So as far as Team building in drafts, I'm very rarely going to come away with one of like the top six or seven, depends on what your rankings are, of course, unless it's a super flex. So in one QB leagues, just any of the top like seven or eight, I'm just not going to end up with them on my teams. Uh, so that like I would much rather just get like Jameis Winston, you know, like super late and then just see what happens in the course of the season. Very easy position to replace week to week in a one QB uh, league. Nice. I was going to actually ask you uh, an example, and you gave one. Look at that. Perfect. Good job. Go. All right, Nikki, what's a you? How about a sleeper? Give me somebody we're not talking about or somebody you like, you know, but it can't be Daniel Jones. That's the only thing. But other than oh, that. Like, I would never. How dare you? The disrespect on this show is something else. No. So my sleeper pick that I have been talking about for quite some time is Alec Pierce. I know he's like uh, flying under the radar. It uh, looks like he's going to emerge as the second option over there in Indy. I've also been pretty high on Matt Ryan. Talk about getting a great value quarterback um, damn near at the end of the draft, which is exactly what I did. So Matt Ryan is a reliable, consistent passer in this league, and he loves that second wide receiver option. He's going to turn Alec Pierce into a production machine. Okay, I like that. She went QB and receiver on us. You can't, yes. you gotta, gotta love it. All right, let's go to the RB position. Nikki, you finished, so we'll start with you on this one. Give me an RB out there that you really are in love with this year. Somebody in every draft, you're like, oh, I gotta get this running back. Give me, give me your guy. You gotta get Saquon. I'm, I'm going full in on Saquon. You have to. You're going to get value because he's falling like a rock, and I understand that. But I have seen it with my own two eyes right in front of me. Uh, I'm going to go all in. So if that's a homer pick, then that's a homer pick. But Saquon. I like Saquon. Like I said, I was high on him last year. Line wasn't quite there. Maybe they yeah. just improved a little bit. And like you said, get that burst back. I, yeah, I can see yeah. him stepping on the scene this year. All right, let's go to Andrew for somebody that you just don't like, that you see high up there and you're like, oh, this guy again. <laughs> yeah, it, it's got to be Henry for me. Um, yeah. And it's it pains me because he's he's fun to watch and he was a monster last year and, until he wasn't. And I think it's that until he wasn't part that scares me on him. Uh, he's 27. He's been carrying ridiculous workload for the last couple of years. Um at some point, it just even if it even if he looks good when he's healthy. Uh, at some point, it just you know, you got somebody's got to pay the pipe piper, as they say. So I I think 
I, I tend to avoid him at that point. I'll, you know, go receiver at that point instead. Uh, I like some of the later backs. I, I love Saquon as well. Um, so I'll go receiver and then take Saquon in the second and be perfectly happy. All the Saquon love tonight. His ears must be ringing. Steve, what say you, <laughs> my friend? Uh, give me a sleeper. Somebody that – and then please don't tell me J.K. Dobbins is going to throw up. But somebody that nobody's talking about that may shine this year. So uh, Justin earlier went with, with uh, Pierce uh, as the running back. He liked in the preseason. I took his Trey Lance. So he was so Pierce was my backup for, 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 for the preseason talk. He is a phenomenal sleeper at the running back position as far as I'm concerned. Um, before Even before the preseason game where he demonstrated that the, the uh, nine yards per carry is fantastic, he could be a starter for the Texans and you can get him at the top of your bench. This is just a no-brainer as far as I'm concerned. Now, again, a a very questionable offense that they aren't going to be in, you know, game-winning situations often. But I think from what he was able to show, probably like the best running back that they've had in that system, probably since like David Johnson was like actually healthy. So I'm I'm very excited for him in that spot, especially top of your bench. RB4 usually is how you can end up with him on your teams. I'm all about that. Yeah, he was. He came out running like a man last night. There was that or whatever night it was. I don't even know what night it is. <laughs> but it was. It, he, it, when I saw the highlights, it was great. He, he looked great. Uh, definitely, definitely looks like he could take over that starting role without a problem. All right, let's go to the tight end position. And Steve, we will start with you. Give me someone you're absolutely in love with this year. I am absolutely in love with uh, Cole Komet. Uh, we're talking about a guy who is just poised to break out another year with, with Justin Fields, hopefully improving his passing. But we're looking at just pure volume from a from a team that's going to be uh, in neutral to negative game scripts often. Uh, as far as target uh, competition, it's Darnell Mooney, and then him in line. Like this is just crazy. I want all the Cole Komet that that exists. You know, I don't, I'm not going to get it, but for his cost in drafts, auction, and and snakes extremely affordable i see no reason why he can't finish as a tight end one give steve all the coke he, he wants it all right nikki give me someone you don't like someone you're like ah oh, i can't believe it's here again i'm i'm just not drafting this guy what's who's that guy ah uh, it doesn't matter what position no we're going to tight end and tight end oh you're going on tight end tight, i see tight end's always so tough for me right because it's like there's always and gone by the way just so what <laughs> I said Evan Ingram's gone to see. Yeah, you know, he's probably the one that I wouldn't touch. So, you know, you guys saw that. They posted that video and the Jazz are, oh, he dropped. You know, I said, get used to it. Like he's going to continue to drop. He will drop the division right in his hands and you will sit in your t- front of your TV and cry. I would not touch Evan Ingram. Nope, not happening. All right, how about in any position since you since you brought it up? Who's a guy you really don't like since since you I don't like, I don't trust uh CMC to stay healthy. So I know he's going like right off the board. Um, and that's just uh a little crazy to me because I don't know that you're gonna get past week three or four with that pick. I rather wait and then grab some value running back. Yeah, I mean, you know, if anybody watching my show knows how I feel about CMC because I Two years, right when he had the injury, I had two drafts, big, my big drafts. I had number one pick, and normally I'd never do this, but that was the year I rolled the dice, took him twice in both leagues, and, yeah, I'm, I'm the fantasy expert. All right, Andrew, give me somebody <laughs> you're sleeping on, the tight, or we're sleeping on in the tight end position that, you know, you think is going to reign it supreme this year. So I had I had two in mind. Uh, one was Cole Komet, so take him. <laughs> The other was Evan Ingram. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh, Why wasn't this the rumble or whatever the whole game was? I, mean, I have to hear this. I have yeah. to hear it. I'm ready so, to hear it. So with Evan Ingram, uh, listen, I mean, this is a deep sleeper. I'm, I'm uh, at worst, like this is the last round. You know, I don't like any of the running backs receivers left. So let's just see if there's some upside with Ingram. Listen, uh, Doug Peterson's always used his tight ends. Uh, he specifically went out and got Ingram to be the tight end in that offense. He already caught a touchdown pass in preseason game one from Lawrence. Um, all reports indicate he's going to be a big part of that offense. And I think targets are very much up for grabs there. So, 
you know, when we're talking about late, late flyers, like, do I have them in my top 12? No. But if I want to grab, you know, if I'm grabbing one late, I might just grab Ingram in the last round too, just to take two shots at it and see if he pans out or, or the other one. I'll take both Komet and Ingram and, and see how it works out. But Nikki, do you have a chump argument or? <laughs> oh my God. He, he dropped the division against the friggin' Eagles. He doesn't catch anything. So go ahead, take him. You're going to drop him, trade him in like two weeks. I promise you. He will disappoint you. That is what he does. Can't do it from the last spot on my roster. So <laughs> I promise he will disappoint you. Mr. Disappointment. Steve, you had something to add in there? I just wanted to add that uh, even though it was ugly, um, Trevor Lawrence was top 10 in pass. Oh, he's in the top half of the league in pass attempts. So if that continues, again, it's just like a car. It's like a, it's a, it's a target competition question again. Like they have Christian Kirk a whole lot. And like Marvin Jones, Evan Ingram could absolutely be second or third, third on that team in targets, which I think they're not going to be winning a lot of games. And again, to, to Andrew's point about Doug Peterson, um, the, the the peak of the Eagle, of the Eagles' offense under his under his time was with with Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard with, with, with Carson Wentz. He had some of his best seasons. I think potentially uh, Trevor Lawrence could really lean on Engram as long as he catches the ball. To 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 uh, her point there. Uh, but either way, because of the pass volume that could e- exist in that offense, I really like his opportunity. And again, for the cost, it just makes a ton of sense just to grab him, hold him down to the bottom of your bench, like Andrew said. So I'm very into Evan Ingram as well as a sleeper. <laughs> nice. All right. You guys are right online with each other. And look, not for nothing, the Jags defense doesn't look like it made waves. So, you know, Trevor Lawrence, as you mentioned, all those pass attempts was because they had to make up those points. Very well could happen again this year. For sure. All right. Well, guys, we appreciate you all for coming in tonight. It's been a great show. We love talking. You know, again, I know nothing about auctions, so I learned a lot tonight. So I want to say I really appreciate it. Um, Nikki, if you would, if you don't mind, ladies first, as they say, let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe and get all of your great material all this year. Yeah, so on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, at NikkiNick9384, you can catch me Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock live on 3rd and 3 Podcast, every other Tuesday at 8 p.m. for New York Giants Rush, and Sundays in the fall uh, at probably like 10 a.m., I will be hosting a fantasy football show for Channel Side Sports. So I'm everywhere, and Tuesdays I am at Giants Training Camp. If there are any Giants fans out there, you can follow me live on Twitter as I tell you Daniel Jones play-by-play and how much Kenny Galladay sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and Saquon Barkley's got the birth back, so get yes. out of her DMs. All right. Steve, how about you, sir? Let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get follow all your great stuff all year, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, so you can find me at Fantasy Ladder across all, all pretty much all, all the social media platforms. I use Twitter the most. Am on TikTok, am on Instagram, but use Twitter the most. Uh, so please follow me there. My DMs are always open for fantasy football advice. If I can't answer the question, I will point you in the direction of someone who can. Um, I am a uh, podcaster for the IDP guys, part of their YouTube channel, uh, the IDP guys network. I am also a writer for Dynasty Pros. I actually just wrote a uh, a piece about Jalen Hurts. So, Kamish, I know you were saying about how much you like him. Maybe you want to check that out on DynastyProsFantasyFootball.com. Uh, I will go check it out. It says something negative. I'm leaving a negative comment. Um <laughs> <laughs> and just playing with you. Andrew, how about you, my friend? Let everybody know where they can follow, subscribe. I should say it correctly. Auction, Andrew. Where we can find, follow, subscribe, all your great stuff, my friend. Yeah, so uh, on Twitter, at AuctionAndrewFF. Um, I'm contributing with Yards Per Fantasy. Um, got some good uh, auction articles up there on strategy, mostly focused on strategy, um, just in terms of how you think about, you know, what I talked about at the start of the show, the the, the allocation of dollars just dropped an article on that yesterday. Um, more than that on the, on yards per fantasy have a fantasy football auction roadmap um, selling for nine 99. Uh, it is the most comprehensive um, auction guide out there that I'm aware of. And if you go buy it, hundred percent of the proceeds go to the boys and girls club of Chicago. So um, learn a little bit about auctions, support a good cause. Um, if, if you're into that sort of thing. 
I'll be going to get mine today. Well, not today. It's getting late, but maybe tomorrow <laughs> for sure. Like I said, I need my help on the auction. Speaking of that, because of the reason why I'm going to get one this week, you guys are invited, but I know you're busy. <clears throat> but we are going to do a mock draft this week. Uh, we'll probably just do it out throughout the week, but we're going to do it auction style. Of course, you guys are invited. And then on Friday, what we're going to do is come back with our panel. We have our normal belly up crew that comes up on Friday and we do some grades and we play, we'll be playing fantasy feud as always. So if you guys like to join us, you're more than welcome. You know, we'll get it with you in the DM. If not, we get it. It's cool. We can only get a little bit. so much of us. We totally get it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you again for coming in. Please join us again Friday. Again, we'll be mock drafting this week and we'll be grading our auction drafts. I cannot wait for this. Because hopefully I learned something tonight. I'm going to apply it. And I'm going to go get that. Actually, I'm going to go get that magazine Andrew's talking about. So, cool. we're going to be set. All right. We appreciate you guys. And we are out. We're on a mission. We're on a mission.